A report titled The Plunder of Black Wealth in Chicago, New Findings on the Lasting Toll of Predatory Housing Contracts, found that black families in Chicago lost between 3 and $4 billion in wealth because of predatory housing contracts during the 1950s and 60s. WBEZ Southside reporter Natalie Moore joins me to discuss that report and what its findings mean for black Chicagoans today. Natalie, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me, Jill. Can we start by going over how exactly contract buying works? Yes, it is a predatory way of trying to do home sales. Uh, The way they work is that a contract buyer puts down a hefty down payment and has monthly installments with high interest rates. But the buyer doesn't own the home until the contract is paid in full and all the conditions are met. Meanwhile, the contract seller held the deed and could evict the buyer for, say, even one late payment. Um, And that means that the contract buyers were not accumulating any equity in their homes. And this was legal. There are no laws or regulations protecting contract buyers. Like, I was about to ask you how this is legal, but I, like, know how (laughs) it's legal. Yeah. Uh, Was this the only path to homeownership for black Chicagoans at the time? I wouldn't say the only, um, but the report says that between 75 and 95 percent of black homes bought in the 1950s and 60s were bought on contract. So it was one of the main ways. Yeah. What this report did that no one has done before is put a price tag to what that meant. Mm -hmm. And they are saying that black people in this city in the 1950s and 60s lost between three and four billion dollars in today's money because of contract buying. Um, Contract buying meant that they were paying more monthly than someone who had a conventional mortgage. Um, I've already said that it meant that you didn't have equity. And it just, you know, it's the report is called the plunder of black wealth. And Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to note that the word plunder is being used. Plunder meaning the theft, (laughs) the stealing of property. Now, we're in 2019 reading this report, but in the 50s and 60s, uh, this was something that people knew about and decided to get together and combat. Can you talk to me about the Contract Buyers League? Yeah, that was a grassroots group that was formed on the west side of Chicago, and they filed a couple of lawsuits. And the contents of that lawsuit really helped the team of researchers start digging in to look at these contracts and to come up with with this number. Unfortunately, the Contract Buyers League didn't receive any restitution or any justice. And here we are in 2019 still talking about it. This is Vocalo. I'm Jill Hopkins. Joining me on the line, WBEZ Southside reporter Natalie Moore. We're discussing the findings of a report titled The Plunder of Black Wealth in Chicago. New findings on the lasting toll of predatory housing contracts. Let's talk about those the lasting toll. What has the yeah. long-term effects of this very purposeful segregation been? All we have to do is look at the disinvestment of the West Side, as an example. Contract buying was um, the most popular in West Garfield, East Garfield Park, and North Lawndale. And I think we can just, you know, the, the foreclosure crisis, the the disinvestment, the empty lots, I think all of that is tied to these practices from the middle of last century. Um, I also want to talk about why home contract sales were prevalent for black home buyers. Mm-hmm. They had little choice because of racial segregation. 
redlining denied black homeowners conventional mortgages that white Americans received, and those were backed by the federal government. White neighborhoods were opened up in the 1950s because the U.S. Supreme Court struck down racially restrictive covenants, which for decades had blocked access of African-Americans to those communities. So when those communities opened up, white homeowners were frightened by black people coming to their neighborhoods. And so we know about white flight and a lot of white homeowners were able to go to the suburbs and get those conventional mortgages. But contract sellers were often realtors who stoked that fear by getting whites to sell their homes below market price, purchasing them for themselves, and then offering them on contract to black families at inflated prices. So one of the examples the report gives is that a speculator could get someone white to sell their home for $12,000. And then it would be resold later on contract to a black buyer for $22,000. And, you know, as we look to those neighborhoods uh, that are still suffering some some economic and residential blight, what does this restitution that uh, the researchers uh, talked about look like in this particular case? There's no one answer. The report didn't lay out a 10-point policy plan around that. One of the researchers told me that, you know, if this becomes just an academic study, then then we failed. People may remember that journalist Ta-Nehisi Coates wrote in the Atlantic magazine his case for reparations about contract buying on the West Side. And historian Burl Satter wrote about her father, a lawyer on the West Side in the 1960s, in 50s who was trying to help contract buyers like that was that was the first book about this so the awareness is increasing i think these numbers are staggering um i don't think people are are thinking restitution is paying those families back because it would be hard to find those families but you know maybe it's coming up with some sort of home ownership program that has you know some built in equity into it because um, again home ownership is the cornerstone of wealth building for middle class people in this country and it's something that even though there are black homeowners it's something that african americans have been locked out of we've got new leadership here in chicago has this report caught her attention and is this anywhere near close to a priority for the city right now? I don't know but the city now has a housing commissioner and a separate housing department for the first time in 10 years and the person who runs that department Marisa Navarra is very interested in in equity and racial segregation in black neighborhoods in Chicago uh, so I don't know if this report has personally been given to Mira Lori Lightfoot, but you know, I, I imagine that folks are trying to get this on her radar and believe that she is someone who would want to know about this, given some of the things that she has said about racial equity. Natalie Moore is WBEZ's Southside reporter, and you can find all of her work at WBEZ.org. And follow her on Twitter at Natalie Y. Moore for great journalism and hot gossip, if we're being <laughs> <real>. <laughs> Natalie, thank you. Thanks, Jill.